Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live, the digital revolutions in full swing. And our good friend, Bonnie Tinder, the CEO and founder of Raven Intel, is going to be with us today to talk about some ratings or rankings and surveys that have been done from customers and partners about their experiences with SAP applications, Workday applications, and Oracle applications. Bonnie, welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. Great to see you. Great to be here. Looking forward to the conversation. Well, it looks like uh, you and the folks at Raven Intel have cooked up some pretty interesting numbers. Bonnie, tell us about that. Yeah, well, Bob, after reading a lot of some of the, the daily um, news that you've had recently with the comparisons between SAP, Oracle, Workday, some of the trading back and forth of customers, I thought it would be really interesting and um, relevant, you know, timely topic to talk about the implementations and what we are seeing in terms of success from a customer perspective of each of these different softwares that um, you know that that you go in depth with, um, but really look at them from an implementation standpoint and um, you know compare all three. Bonnie, and this is uh, this is really the sweet spot, right, for what your company Raven Intel does. You you know you have you have a lot of expertise. You've got your own personal experience in uh, software projects, but the company really digs deeply into these these sorts of uh, evaluations, right? Absolutely. So the company started Raven Intel um, is a is a peer review site, meaning that we get our reviews directly from customers. And what we look at specifically is implementation and the project mm -hmm. success um, and the partners who are responsible for that success. And so we, we look in depth at SAP, Oracle, and Workday, and really any enterprise software that relies on partners to get the product up and running. Okay. And uh, Bonnie, I'm not much of a data scientist. I, I don't play one on television or on uh, or on a podcast even. But I did notice that from some of the demographics you sent around about the companies involved here, it looks like about 77% uh, of the, the companies who responded or who are involved in the surveys here uh, are have between 1,000 and 50,000 employees. So not giant corporations, but pretty big midsize and large, uh, you know, and midsize corporations as well. For sure. And I think it's a representative sample of the larger uh, customer swag of, of these organizations. Um, so I think we have a, a pretty good sample size that represents what their typical customer sizes are. Okay. So, Bonnie had a couple of different categories. Tell us about those and then, uh, you know, sort of weave your way into it. You, you, you know, I can almost, I want to start the drum roll now, but you, you've got uh, <laughs> some table setting to do. For sure. Um, so let me just take a, a step back a little bit and tell you about the reviews that we, that we have that I'm, I'm doing sort of this analysis on. And um, so we look at, uh, as I mentioned before, enterprise software implementation projects. And we have in our data set today, um, a little over a thousand um, reviews mm -hmm. that have come in. But what we're looking at though, is we've called that list down just to SAP Oracle and um, Workday. And so we're looking at about 400 project reviews written by customers in a variety of different um, areas. 
And about 75% of these projects um, were HCM related or that human capital management, about 25% of them were the full suite. So that's, you know, the S4 HANA, the, or the Oracle Fusion Cloud, uh, the Workday Financials plus the HCM. So, so uh, that, that's about, the, that's the products that we're looking at. Okay. And, um, you know, the projects that have been completed were ones that were done within the past 24 months. Okay. So very recent information, but to level set, these are cloud projects. We are not looking at, you know, um, you know on-premise or legacy um, projects. These are projects that are moving into the cloud, which is, as, as you know um, very well, this is where the market is going. Um, so that that is a little bit about sort of the demographics of this. We're looking at every industry. Um, you know, we have uh, over 40 countries that these projects were completed in. And, you know, they're very representative of the type of projects, you know, that, that these organizations are doing on a regular basis as well. Yeah, Bonnie, and I wanna um, just sort of uh, follow up on that because, you know, you, you had uh, mentioned earlier some of the discussion about uh, Oracle and SAP in particular, and that just, you know, for um, if people haven't been caught up on that, last week on March 10th, Oracle had its quarterly earnings call. And one of the things that Larry Ellison chose to do there was he read a list of as actually 100 different company names where he said uh, Oracle has replaced either some or all of the enterprise applications formerly uh, that the customers had been running SAP. So in a way that was quite dramatic and it's clearly not something that I think SAP is happy about. Oracle has some reason to crow about it. But I've also pointed out by each of those companies worked in S or, uh, Oracle and SAP, they each got more than 400,000 customers. So I think it's inevitable that at different times there's going to be an ebb and flow across them. And also, I think, Bonnie, the bigger point, you know, the intramural competition between Oracle and SAP can be fun. But the big thing here, and I think what you're really getting at with this research that uh, you and Raven Intel have put together is that, you know, in the whole Cloudwars thing, the big winners are the customers because they are getting the fruits of this phenomenal competition. Then you add in a company like Workday and Salesforce is gonna know that it has to get better and better. Microsoft trying to come into the marketplace here and a lot of smaller companies. So uh, th this is this is great to see. Uh, I, I think uh, the way you then are, have been able to break down, it's not just one overall lump grade, but rather you've looked at a few different slices of how these projects roll out and um, how the customers felt about those. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, you know, as, as you mentioned, Bob, all of these um, organizations, the software vendors that we're talking about, they have tons of clients, 400,000 customers. And the fact that they're trading customers back and forth, so many of these big customers use different aspects of Oracle, different aspects of SAP. So if I'm a you know Fortune 100 account, I probably have both of those systems in place. And so it really, there's a lot of nuances in there when you say, oh, we won this massive, very well-known household name brand. That's great. You've won it for a certain, you know, uh, set of software. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're doing every single thing for them though. And your competitor might be doing other aspects. So um, it's a little misleading to say 400,000 doesn't mean that the other guys don't have, you know, 
that's a hundred thousand on the same customers as well. Yep. Yep. So Bonnie, over to you here. Tell us yeah. about how the numbers rolled out and, uh, you know, the, the categories, uh, sort of the parts of the implementation that the, that the customers were asked to evaluate these vendors on. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, um, you know, we asked the customer, how long did this project take? In general, we're looking at approximately 18 months from contract signing for a customer to get live. Many cases it's longer than that, some cases it's less than that, but the average project duration time is about 18 months and there's not a big difference between all three. So when I hear, and I've read some of your stuff about, you know, there was one of these software vendors that said, oh, well, we implement so much faster than the other guys. Um, I'm not seeing evidence that there's a single one of these that is so much more rapid than the others. And in general, it's about 18 and a half months. Um, and, you know, we ask first and foremost about the satisfaction with the project itself. And then we ask about the satisfaction with the software. So in terms of the, the satisfaction for partner in project, um, in general, um, it's about, you know, our average rating out of 10 um, possible points is about, you know, 7.2. Um, and, uh, you know, for this particular one, um, while they're very close, the winner in the category for highest satisfaction for the project is actually SAP. Um, got like my little props here. So I that have, is um, outstanding. <laughs> um, so it, it, on average, uh, SAP is rated 8.2 out of 10, a possible 10. Uh, Oracle 7.7 .7 out of 10, Workday 7.38 out of 10. Um, and again, these are, these are averages, swags, these are implementations over the past 24 months. So in the area of partner and project, SAP has the slight lead in there. In terms of- Hey, oh, Bonnie, sorry. can I ask, mm -hmm. um, because you said that out of the approximately 1,000 customer reviews that Raven Intel has, you've pulled mm -hmm. out for Oracle, SAP, and Workday, a subset of about 400. Mm -hmm. Those numbers seem pretty impressive you know, up in the, the sevens and eights, how do those stack up sort of overall with what you see in general on software projects? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's right about uh, median. So okay. in general, um, you know, at satisfaction is in the sevens in the lower sevens. So these are actually, um, you know, higher than you might imagine, higher than we see across the industry for satisfaction, um, you know, being in the high sevens. Um, for this area, um, yeah. Good, all right, well, I, I mean, I'm interested or sort of intrigued also to hear that because the, you know, the big companies, somebody could say, well, they should be able to do better. Um, you know, after all, they're, they're big, they've got a lot of resources, but I would think then the small companies have to try to even work harder on that because, right, the big names are better known. They probably got a little bit more of an installed connection and relationship. Uh, so those are important. And Bonnie, I'm going to ask you to just to pause for a second. I want to uh, check out a word from our sponsor, BMC. BMC wants to know, is your business on its A game? That's when systems are intelligent by learning from markets where automation is paramount yet effortless. And when technology and people work as one in an enterprise, the A game is your business at its absolute best. BMC calls this the autonomous digital enterprise. Find out more at bmc.com slash a game. All right, Bonnie. So uh, SAP sort of took 
took the crown there for high satisfaction for project overall and partners, but pretty close scores. That was good to hear. What else did you find? So we also asked the question, um, you know, what was the satisfaction with your software vendor? So how, uh, you know, what's the, your willingness to recommend your software uh, vendor? And uh, the winner in this category is actually uh, Workday. Uh -huh. um, and they scored a very impressive 8.4 out of 10 um, as compared to SAP 7.9 and Oracle 7.3. Um, again, and I, I want to reiterate, in none of these areas, you know, is there a particular vendor that's so far and above everyone else. Um, but in this category, Workday is a clear winner in terms of satisfaction uh, with the vendor experience. Okay. Um, in terms of who was voted most responsive during implementation, and that would be not only the software vendor, but also the partner mm -hmm. um, that was in charge of, of leading that project as well. And the winner in this situation is our friends at Oracle. Uh -huh. um, they scored out of a possible five stars, 4.3, uh, as compared to SAPs at 4.2 and Workday at 3.9. So responsiveness, particularly in the last year, um, you know, with the whole pandemic and all of that has been a, a big thing, big indicator of satisfaction with a project. Um, and, you know, Oracle had some, some really good feedback in, in those situations. I want to follow up quickly on that because uh, in a recent interview that I did with Steve Miranda, the exec executive vice president for applications at Oracle, he said, you know, with these changes that have gone on over the past year in every industry, but especially the software industry, he said, he said, I could make the argument that we at Oracle we used to be a software company and now we're a services company. So it's interesting in that context when you talked about, you know, who won the award for being most responsive. And I would, I would venture a guess that in the past, it might be hard to find, you know, I mean, a few years ago, it might be hard to find, you know, some customers who say, oh yeah, we thought Oracle was very responsive, but here, you know, uh, currently in the, these new cloud things, they scored highest for responsiveness. So very, very interesting to see the evolution and development of these, each of these three different companies. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's not only Oracle themselves, but the partners yeah. as well. And you know, how how are they, you know, enabling the partners to be responsive? How are they managing their partner ecosystem to ensure that that happens? Um, you know, clearly it is. Okay. All right. Um, Bonnie, what else did you have for us? Because th those are all those are all pretty pretty interesting numbers. And and those are really you know as it relates to sentiment, right? Of people's opinions or feelings. We also ask about the implementation some very um, you know sort of discrete sort of metrics. You know, two two ones in particular are: Did your project come in on time, and did it come in on budget? I will tell you in general no matter what software you're using, whether these three or, you know, all of the, the other enterprise softwares um, that we rate, you know, customers have about a six in 10 likelihood of an on-time delivery. No always a terrible thing because a lot of times the customer ends up changing the scope of the project and it's no fault of the software vendor, the, the SI, um, but, you know, six out of 10 times you can, uh, you know, 60% of the time you're expected to have uh, on-time delivery. 
of these three, um, the winner in this category is actually SAP. Okay. And they come in at 66% um, on time delivery versus Workday at 63 uh, versus Oracle at 53%. Okay. Um, and so that's, that's in terms of on time delivery. Um, very hand in hand with that is on budget delivery. As a rule of thumb here again, customers should figure about one and a half times what the proposed amount is for implementation. So they need to, to tack on, you know, uh, one and a half times or take times 1.x what they think it's going to cost. And that probably is pretty accurate in terms of what it will cost. Um, not all the time, but as a rule of thumb, that's what we see on our reviews. And, um, you know, here again, um, you know, on time, on budget sort of go hand in hand. The winner in this case is SAP again. Um, at 66% versus Oracle at 57% versus Workday at 56%. So okay. a little bit of a, a drop there for, for Workday in terms of on-budget delivery. Um, so those are the, the delivery scores area. Um, you know, we also ask about uh, the number of change orders within a project. And you know, the main thing that we're looking for there is, is how much of the time is there a, a project that is underbid mm -hmm. based on the fact that you know they had control, the SI or the software vendor had control and knew what was happening, but you know it was underbid and there were there were change orders that were not expected. Um, and you know, as a key takeaway here again, change orders happen about 20% of the time. Um, as a result of something being underscoped versus I'm the customer, I changed the scope of the project. It was our fault that, you know, we didn't bring this up during um, the, the discovery process. And so, you know, that is, that's what really what we're looking to isolate there. And I would say all three of the vendors here are, are fairly neck and neck in terms of change orders. Um, you know, and, you know, SAP came in 17%, Oracle 22%, Workday 26%. So you know, very similar sort of, of swags in here um, in terms of the scoping accuracy. Um, Honey, you know, yeah. with, with those two metrics in particular about um, on time and on budget, um, I, I thought it was fascinating. A few episodes ago, you described how it is entirely possible for a company to have a very successful project, even if it comes in either over budget or not right on schedule. It, that, that doesn't mean that the project itself overall wasn't successful. Could, so could you just touch on that a little, please? Without a doubt. And, you know, there's a reason that projects go beyond what the expected time and cost was. And many times that is because, you know, the, the organization didn't know about things they didn't know. They didn't plan for the pandemic happening last year, or they didn't see an internal organizational change that happened mid-project that they had to allow for that all of a sudden caused their time you know, to increase by, by three or six months or something like that. Um, and, you know, in those sort of cases, customers don't, you know, hold that or, you know, ding the overall satisfaction of a project as a result of those type of things. Um, you know, where you do see a correlation between my project was over time and over, you know, and over budget is when they feel that the 
uh, either the software vendor or the SI came in and wanted to competitively underbid a project to win it and then uh -huh. sort of do this like land and expand, um, you know, type of, of revenue change um, or, or cost change. Uh, and that's when when customers get really grumpy. Yeah, gee, who wouldn't like that sort of experience? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes, we it all happens, like to go. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that, you know, we hear from customers that really um, erodes at overall satisfaction with the project is when the team changes um, mid project. Um, you know, I think key takeaway here is if you're like the majority of customers, your team is going to change during the course of the project. With these projects being 18 months, uh, sometimes more, just sort of a fact of life. People move on, they change roles, they, um, you know, get pulled into other projects. Um, you know, on the other hand, if you can keep your team consistent, um, that really, you know, bodes well for the overall project cohesion. Um, and so I think all three vendors struggle with this area. Um, you know, SAP about 50% of the time has a team change. Workday um, uh, um, has, has approximately, um, you know, 62% of the time has a team change and Oracle, um, you know, close to 70% to um, of the time has a, a team change. So, you know, in this area, I couldn't say that there's a clear winner. Um, just know that, you know, that's one of the things that will happen is, is that there are, you know, inevitably going to be personnel changes and you want to find an SI who has a good track record of not having a lot of change during the course of a project. Yeah, it sounds like one of those situations like in grade school, where I'd get sent to the principal's office, Bonnie, and the principal was telling me, well, you have to understand this. I'd say, well, you know, sister, you have to see it from my point of view. I don't think she was really ever interested in seeing it from my point of view. So um, we can always have excuses, but I, I don't think that means they're legitimate. Uh, right. Wow. So um, Bonnie, those are some interesting, interesting numbers. And then it looks like you have uh, you know, a couple of big roll-up details to share with as well. Yeah, um, and, and this is, you know, last in the area of overall sentiment. Um, so we asked uh, the customers to rate how, um, you know, how was the implementation process overall? What was the quality of consultants? What was the flexibility um, and, and system expertise that your, your SI had in here? I will say the good news in, in really all three of these vendors is that um, you know, they're in the high threes and fours out of a possible five. Um, and each one sort of alternates in terms of where they're strongest. So in terms of implementation process um, in here, um, you know, Oracle and SAP are pretty much neck and neck um, for the overall rating in this area. Um, you know, SAP is slightly higher. 4.1, Oracle 3.9, Workday at 3.8. Um, in terms of quality of consultants, um, you know, Oracle in here, um, rating a, a 4.1 versus SAP 4.2, Workday 3.8. Uh, flexibility, um, SAP rating uh, uh, at 
3 versus Oracle 4.2, Workday 3.9, um, uh, and then systems expertise. Um, and then this, this really goes to the SIs responsible for the, the project itself. Um, you know, both SAP and Oracle um, coming in at 4.2 uh, and Workday at uh, four solid. So, you know, what I think is important to note with all of these areas is that um, there's so many nuances and, and um, you know, uh, differences by SI. So you'll have some SIs that are rated really highly in these areas, which are pumping those numbers up others that are not rated as well. The importance here is just to do a very independent and objective sort of look um, about what are their customers saying in these areas about the SI. And you know, all, all, all three vendors you know, have excellent SIs. They have sort of mid-range and they have ones that you shouldn't do business with. And so you just wanna make sure that you're looking for partners who are highest rated in, in these areas. And Finally, those ratings are available at your site? They are. They are. And you can go out and search for partners um, on all three, Workday, Oracle, and SAP out on our site, as well as other software vendors as well. So, Bonnie, you know, having compiled these, you know, fascinating numbers here, what counsel or advice would you share with, uh, with the software companies? Mm -hmm. I think it's important to take an independent look at the success that your partner ecosystem is, is having. You know, all three of these vendors are doing their own internal analysis on you know, how good are my assets. I think it makes a ton of sense to look outside and to have someone else and particularly your customers independently rating the quality of these um, of these SIs because they change over time. That's the reason I started Raven was to help software organizations do that and really get this independent bird's eye view on who are their best partners, who they need um, to really retrain or those that they probably um, should call out of their partner ecosystem. You know, the success of implementation is directly correlated back to how much our customer, how long is a customer going to stay with you and how much more software they're going to buy. So it behooves a software vendor to have excellent partners doing the implementations and providing services for clients because it's a reflection of them and to make sure that you're constantly monitoring the success of partners, not just how much are they helping you sell, but how much are they helping you retain yeah. and sell additional business as well. And, and that's all tied in with how satisfied is my customer. Um, I think it's really important to, um, you know, to, to know what's going on and get, you know, again, that bird's eye view of your partner ecosystem and, um, you know, have that independent look. Yeah, especially, Bonnie, since so many, well, all of those companies, uh, they've all begun putting so much emphasis on not just the upfront sale, which is a start, but more the customer success. Did it? Did the project get completed? Is the customer happy? Will the customer be predisposed toward coming back to you next time? Absolutely. You know, did the customer get the value that they felt out of the project that they thought, you know, going in? Those are all questions that we ask. And that really, you know, is gonna, um, how should I say, impact the likelihood of them being a, you know, a customer for, 
the future and buying additional licenses as well. Yep. This is, uh, this has been really, really interesting, you know, so intriguing to see in these different specific areas, which company did particularly well, and also sort of points the ground for each of those companies to understand where they need to do some uh, improvement. And you've shared so many interesting numbers with everybody today. Just to be sure to recap, could you go back and show where each of the three companies, uh, you know, took the crown in each of those three key areas? Absolutely. So for overall satisfaction for both partner and project, uh, the winner in this category is SAP coming in at 8.2 out of 10. Um, so really good and solid satisfaction for, for implementation. The highest satisfaction for software vendor and um, software experience um, is Workday coming in at an, a, a very strong 8.4 out of possible 10 points. And the organization voted most responsive during implementation um, is, is Oracle, rated um, uh, out of a possible five stars of 4.3 stars. Particularly of importance last year, was this area of responsiveness and flexibility and Oracle really had a lead in this category. Okay. Well, that's great, Bonnie. That's a wonderful summary and a good reminder of the good things each company is doing and also a reminder of some areas where, you know, each has to continue to, to improve. Absolutely. Implementation is so critical to get right because that is going to lead to overall uh, a positive experience um, and the long-term success of a customer. All three did well in certain areas, and as is always the case, you know, that there's room for improvement across the board, and help they'll take you up on the idea about, uh, you know, checking out some independent uh, reviews and independent voices to give them the feedback that's so vital toward driving toward those higher levels of customer success that are so much the key to, uh, to doing well in the market these days. Absolutely. Well, Bonnie, thank you so much. Any final thoughts before we, we close out here after you're uh, sharing some, you know, really, really interesting ideas here? Um, well, I have a, a, my new um, quote of the month on my board here. So <laughs> time is non-refundable, choose wisely. So that, that's my word of the month. <laughs> Why didn't you share that with me, uh, you know, when I was a kid? I think I, I squandered some of my uh, time resources. Oh, well. Oh, well. Good to learn now. It's always a good lesson to have. That's right. That's right. Well, Bonnie, thanks a million. It's always great to have you. You bring such intriguing and valuable insights to it. Really, really great stuff today. Thank you. Thank you. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. We hope you'll come back and see us again soon uh, as we are recording this. Winter is almost over. Just a few more days. Spring's around the corner, so good things happening for everybody. We look forward to seeing you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>